0: Thank you for listening to the Successful Life Podcast. We have no dues or fees, so please refer this podcast to a friend. Make sure you rate, review, and hit the subscribe button. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Barrier, and I'm here with Nicole Cochran. Oh, look at that. You changed your name down there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on on the Zoom which I I to Nicole Faith last time.
1: That's why. Yeah, that's so funny. Actually, I, that's so funny. I set up my Zoom again because I I got like a uh, updated computer, so I must have reset it. That's funny. <laughs> there we go.
0: <laughs> so we talked to Nicole last time before uh I, I don't remember the exact time, but it was a, a little while before she was going to go to date with Destiny and just kind of recap what you guys we talked about um Nicole in, in the in her relationship with her um ex boyfriend who was almost turned fatal, really, at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Um and so we've got an interesting, interesting update with that. So Nicole, tell us all about it.
1: Yeah, so it's so funny. Um when I re-listened to the podcast, now looking like listening to it after date with destiny um which is that you know for anybody that's listening is the six-day event that tony Robbins, told and um i felt when we had the conversation of the first podcast i did kind of feel healed i felt like i was it was done i had confirmation um but when i went to this event i started to realize you know there were still things underlining and this is actually you know you said this you were like there's there still will be healing that comes up um So the first day, uh, I was not prepared for it. I thought it was going to be like an easy, basic foundational day of um, self-limiting beliefs, like what you kind of do at UPW and it's all about forgiveness. So I sat there like crying on the first night because, you know, you write down, you know, what you want to be forgiven for. And I didn't realize that I was harboring this, you know, like I loved my ex so much. He gave me so many, um, gift and I wouldn't have stayed if it was all bad you know we had beautiful moments and to watch them to to watch him kind of leave and lose him f- from the alcohol from the addiction of drama from all of the his own demons it was really really painful um for me and I constantly felt like I was swimming against the current um walking away from him um knowing that it was the right thing to do but like genuinely like I was I was I felt weak in that moment too I wanted to be with him I wanted to help him I wanted to make sure that he was okay and I couldn't and when he go ahead oh I was just gonna say it was so what
0: made me think of it was when you talked about um, him leaving for the last time and you you had told him to left and then the next morning you woke up and looked at your phone and I think you were Halfway wanting him to have a message there, and halfway not, but we're yes. relieved that there was no message. So,
1: yes. Um, and then his mother had called me and said he had shot himself, and um, I carried that with me, and I carried the fear of him of him committing suicide with me. I I knew that leaving um, was either it was either going to be the thing that helped him grow later on or it was going to be the thing that totally destroyed him. And like he would show up to my place sobbing and crying and stay there all night drunk at my door knocking on it like it got crazy and um i i just didn't realize how bad i felt. Even though i shouldn't have felt bad, that's what everyone always says like you you did the right thing. It was hard for me to decipher and um feel like I was always doing the right thing when I was walking away from somebody I love that was suffering. And anyway, so the forgiveness day, I, I'm crying. I'm, I'm just overwhelmed. Um, I feel incredibly like free from this relationship. And like, I did, I did my very best for him and myself in the moment, Um, which whatever you, I did, the best thing for me was inevitably what was going to be best for him anyway. So, the second day is what really blew me away. Um, I could have left after this. I was like, I'm done. Like, <laughs> I got it all now. And I didn't. I, of course, had more moments. But um, so you go into this deep, deep meditation and trance. And um, I'm freezing cold because Tony keeps it 40 degrees in there. You know how it is. Yes, I do. And I'm, I'm sitting in the front. So the wind is like blowing on me. I can feel like the oxygen machine that's blowing in oxygen in the room. And I'm sitting there shivering next to like two big dudes. I can feel their shoulders on me. And they're like going into the meditation. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm not going to get into this. So there's no way. And there are actually like healers that walk around and they bless you and they touch your head and they don't do it to everyone, but they do it to specific people that they choose. And all of a sudden, this, somebody comes up and they put their hands on my head and they bless me. And I felt this deep warmth go like through my body and I just like fell into a medita- meditative state and I've done this before with Joe Dispenza and stuff but never a meditation like this and I actually imagine my childhood dog who has passed passed away like a few years ago wow her name is Adobe <laughs> and she's this Chocolate Lab and she was sitting by my legs I could feel her I could smell her like her warmth was keeping me warm it was Unbelievable, I've never experienced anything like this. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, I, I see, I mean, obviously my eyes are closed, but in my, in my brain, I see like black and I see all of the people I've ever loved in my life. And um, we had this understanding. It wasn't on the other side, it was almost like our highest selves were talking to each other. And I knew you were in my life for this reason, you were here for this reason, I learned this from you. Every single person was guided by God's grace into my life. And I see my ex-boyfriend and he's walking towards me and he has clear eyes. He's sober. He's, he's the person of all the potential I ever saw in him, his true highest self. And it gives me the chills. He comes up to me and he puts his hand on my heart and he goes, thank you. And I love you anyway. And I put my hand on his heart and I go, thank you. And I love you anyway. And we just knew we had this, this understanding that we chose each other For as bad as it was, it brought me to Dallas. It 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 carried me in a way like everything that ever happened in my life was carried by grace. And then I saw my uncle Mike, who had passed away. I had three friends who have passed away, and they're all holding light above me, and they're putting their hands and they're on the other side. That's what I see in my vision. They're on the other side, and they're saying we've been here the whole time. And then I see my parents, and they have a a white light around them. And I realized, like, I chose them, and I'm talking to them as our, all of our highest selves, and we just know, and I'm, at this point, overwhelmed with gratitude, like, I, and to make a point, too, right before I went into this meditation, a crew member came up to me, this wonderful uh girl who I've crewed with a few times, she gave me a necklace, and on the necklace, it had a little token that said, uh, grateful. So, I realized, like, this whole event was just about gratitude for me, and I, I get out of this meditation and I'm—I've never felt so grateful in my life. My whole body, like, it was the most intense feeling. And um, they're obviously playing music. The bass is like shaking my heart. I'm like, I—I I, I was like having heart palpitations. We're hugging and everything. And I, when things calm down, I'm sitting there in my seat. I pick up my phone out of my backpack, and I notice that my ex is name pops not his name but his number pops up on my phone at uh, his new number that I had just texted a month ago with the long letter where I haven't talked to him at all and he never responded it but he responded during the meditation when I was talking to him uh, in his high self saying thank you he texted me and said thank you truly thank you like what
0: straight up cold chills right now. Like, I don't even know what to say <laughs> about that.
1: It. I, I was blown away. And, you know, I didn't respond because we just, I was like, I know, like it's done. And we have this confirmation. And, you know, we went through so much together. Um, I truly look back and he was, even as bad as it was, he gave me the greatest blessings. And he gave me the gift of compassion and understanding. And I would not change any moment of my entire life now because it led up to that moment at this event where I I had this deep understanding for my purpose and life and the people I'm bringing in and it was um, it was just this very empowering uh, situation with so much synchronicity. I was just blown away, like truly. And then I looked back on the podcast and I was reading it or I was listening to it and I thought. Wow, I I was a little bit still hurt in that interview. I was still, I I still, you know, I still had the good moments. They still were like salt to a wound sometimes, and I missed the beautiful things we shared because we we did have so many good things. We had so much potential, but it wasn't for us in this lifetime. And I understand that now. And that kind of freedom of knowing that our relationships, our experiences, and to let go of the expectation of what we think our reality should be is really freeing and empowering.
0: Dude, I totally, 100%. <laughs> I, not, I don't, I have not had those experiences like you just described, but, but it's interesting. I actually think today I did a story. I think it was today about, you know, to be grateful for, one of the things I talked about was in 2005, I got caught with cocaine and and yeah and then during to between 99 and fast forward to 2005 i'd gotten three duis and the point is that i wouldn't change a single one of those things as bad as they were at the time because i thought this was especially the cocaine i was like this is it like i'm mm-hmm. fucked you go to prison, like yeah yeah and, and and by god's grace i didn't and i did a post today and i said you know it even though, and I was talking about people in addiction and in recovery, that even if you're going through a really, really, really hard time right now, I promise you that you'll get through this because you'll look back in five, 10, maybe even 15 years and you'll realize why you're going through this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I know that doesn't help people for that, the immediate time, because if I heard somebody say that during, in the middle of my mess, I would have been like, fuck him. Yeah, <laughs> I know yeah, his life's all great now but the fact is is all those things made me who I am today and you those things in that relationship are preparing you for a much better relationship
1: I know and I've you know it's uh, I'm so excited for that because I've been able to show myself a new love for who I am because I when I first left the relationship and I said this in the first podcast I thought I didn't love myself, I thought I was too beaten down, but I proved it right then and there that I did. And I think sometimes when we're in the dark, we we think that we're somehow not evolving, but in the dark is where we're built through the grit. Like, we look back on the darkness and we say, that's where we grew, that's where we created who we are today. It's like that quote or whatever where it says... If you're going to love all the good things about you, you have to love all the bad because the bad is what made you into who you are. And you don't want to glorify pain, but it's the truth. It's, you become gritty in those times, and it g- builds character. It, be- it builds compassion, love, all of it.
0: Attention contractors of the Successful Life Podcast. Want to supercharge your business decisions? We've got something just for you. Head over to our website, SuccessfulLifePodcast.com, and click on the free download button to grab your copy of Warning When Hiring a Leadership Coach. Equip yourself with the insights you need to make informed decisions for your business. Don't miss out. All of it. You're absolutely right. So if you're listening right now and you're going through a dark time, and I'm actually going to go ahead and publish this, I think, tomorrow. But Um, so... And for those of you that I have skipped over to publish this podcast then just get the hell over it because this is important. Um, and not that yours is not, but you know, especially this time of year, because people, you know, maybe are not sitting in a house like I am, or you on your deck? Mm-hmm. Like you are, they may be, they may be sleeping in their car or they may be God only knows where. And I, I pray for those people because I, I have never slept in my car as a homeless person, but I can only imagine how that feels. And yeah. it can't be a fun place. And, and if this time of year, if you're in that situation, then just the one thing that has helped me more than anything is to help somebody else when I can't help myself.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. And and it even redirects the focus. Like sometimes. We don't think we have anything to give, but when we reach out and we do something for someone, when we feel like we have nothing to give, we actually see within that we, it's all within us, the power we always have. Um, And, you know, I, I can't relate to someone sleeping in their car. I can relate to the other things, but there's always a way. And when we stay in tune with that, when we, when we always keep that that hope um even when we feel hopeless like we will find the light and there's it's there's always light at the end of the tunnel there always is even when you think that there's not like there always is and it's the resiliency that you find along the way even if you drag yourself there like you'll get there absolutely
0: you're absolutely right and look all of us have been through a time that we felt was the worst time in our lives and everybody's mm-hmm. bottom is different. You know, everybody's, uh, dark, uh, the dark hallway between one door shutting and one closing is always darker than everybody else's if, if it's mm-hmm. your hallway. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you got to remember that if you're hearing this at this time of year, because this time of year can be tricky for people. It can be a really yeah. hard time. Um, you know, and for people like me, for example, that are recovered from being, um, you know, a, a, an alcoholic and drug addict, like, you know, the, the holidays at first were really challenging because everybody drinks or gets high or whatever the fuck they do on, you know, yeah. Christmas and, 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 Thanksgiving, but I don't, you know, that stuff doesn't bother me anymore. Yeah. You know? So, um, Man, I am so glad that you shared this. This was really cool. I mean, my literally, I think I had cold chills the whole time you were saying it. That's such a good story and a good follow-up to the previous podcast. So I (laughs) really thank you for reaching out so you could tell me the story and then coming back on and sharing it. I really appreciate it. It will touch someone's life, Nicole. I promise you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm glad I could share it too because I was like, oh oh god there's so much more now and and that's the thing too is we're always evolving we're all there's always another layer of healing and that's not to discourage you but to give you some grace like you don't have to be so happy so perfect so healed twenty you're setting yourself up for failure like let yourself have the moment don't stay stuck in it but just always try and do your best even if it's you crying on the floors and i'm like what do you need i don't
0: know right well if that's the best you can do at the time then that's what you should do because yeah. guess what even people that cry like hell that's a, a point of healing it's a relief yeah for sure especially for men just all the men that are listening out. oh there. yeah you need to fucking cry like you need yeah. to have a breakdown because guess what one it feels pretty damn good and two you you're supposed to just because men men think that they're not supposed to show that that side of them and that's complete fucking bullshit
1: yeah and i feel called to say this too i think that some of the issues with um men who um or women who end up being physically abusive verbally abusive whatever um we don't talk about the healing that they need we talk about the healing of the victims that they cause the pain to And I think if we had a little bit more grace and understanding for the fact that people, even if they do the wrong thing in the moment, are doing it to survive, then we can give them a chance to change. But pushing them down and not focusing on the issue and the root problem is just going to keep them abusive. So it's not to let people abuse you. It's not to let people say shit to you. It's not to um, keep people in your lives that are toxic. But it's to understand that if you have boundaries and you hold steady, and you create rules and you say, or you push them away, but do it in a way that you can forgive them at some point so they can go and change their life. That's important. And that's why I, you know, I never want to say anything bad about my ex. I do just tell the story, but his heart is deep inside his healing, his highest self. It is meant for good. We all have that goodness inside of ourselves. Um, and to force anybody into this little box and say that's who you are, you're just this abusive person. There are too many layers to it. Just like our relationship was not just abusive. It was, it was love and then it was devastating. It, you know, like it's, it's who you decide to be in that moment. So when people apologize, um, give them forgiveness and then it's up to you if you want them in their life any longer. But in order to heal the world, heal your relationships, you have to be willing to forgive because everyone's just trying to survive.
0: You know, it's interesting that you say that because I, I've been going through that exact thing. And, mm-hmm. and, and so I've been reading a book and I, I don't know if I was reading it when we did the podcast. I know I, I don't, am pretty sure I wasn't, but Ed actually is the person who told me about it. Um, mm-hmm. And the name of it is, is the wisdom of Andrew Carnegie told by Napoleon Hill. Okay. So Napoleon Hill, of course, wrote Thinking mm-hmm. Rich. Rich. Um, yeah. In that, it, it, I was reading a, a part yesterday in my morning routine that talked about holding on to resentment and holding on to anger uh, and how it prevents you from basically being the person that you really want to be and that that person that holds on to that is not going to go near as far as the person who can forgive it. I tell this story because... On Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving there my mother in law ha didn't show up and it was arguably the probably the worst Thanksgiving I've ever had, I think, at least sitting right here right now, that it that's because it's so fresh. And so I didn't I was so upset, I was so mad. And and I read that in this in the book yesterday, I think it was yesterday, and and it was like, Hey, dumbass, you have to forgive her because you're the only one suffering. She's not,
1: mm-hmm.
0: she's yeah. okay. She's okay with what happened because she's,
1: yeah.
0: he's cool with it. She has no idea how mad I am.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and my wife, I told her about it and she was like, yeah, you know, of course she was like, yes, see, I told you or whatever. And, and so I, you know, she came over today and, and, and it fired up those emotions again. And I had to check myself and realize that I have, I have to forgive her because it, it is only hurting me. <laughs> By being Mm -hmm. upset with her. And at Mm -hmm. the same time, I am human, but I think, I think maybe that was, I'm not sure what the hell the point in me telling you that was, but I think it correlates with what we're talking about.
1: It does. Yeah. No, I totally understand. I totally understand.
0: Yeah. So, you know, you just got to do the next right thing, really. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. So, um, All right. I'm so well,
1: glad we got to do
0: this. Yeah, me too, Nicole. Thank you so much. I hope you have a fantastic Christmas or holiday, whatever you, you know. Christmas? Th- this, yeah. Yeah. So this is, I have to say this really quick. That was the other thing. I get irritated when I hear people say happy holidays because I think it's Merry Christmas, right? But yeah. what I have to realize is that everyone doesn't have the same philosophy about about Christmas as I do. There are oh, people yeah. that, that celebrate it but they celebrate it in their own way. And yeah. and I can't be upset because people don't say merry christmas because guess what they're not all having christmas day after tomorrow. They're having whatever uh-huh. their holiday is.
1: And that's yeah.
0: okay. But until this day 41 years plus of my life I didn't realize that. <laughs> until probably about an hour ago. And I'm like Oh. Always learning. Yeah, absolutely. So, Nicole, thank you so much. Have an awesome Thank Christmas. you. And thank you again. If you have yes. any other crazy stuff come up, please let me know. <laughs> I will definitely do that. Okay. All right, dear. Thank you. you. All right, bye-bye. Bye. I want to thank you again for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. If you have not already subscribed, please do And look, if you really enjoyed today's episode, email me at SuccessfulLifePodcast at gmail.com and tell me what it was you enjoyed. And if there's somebody that you want me to bring on, then email me about that and tell me who it is and I'll make sure it happens. So, you know, leave us a review, tell a friend and... Until next time, folks, have a good day. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey, not a destination.